Hey everyone, you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga Podcast. This is the weekly yoga Q&A. To ask a question, visit my website, lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Shoot me an email, find me on Instagram at yoga podcast or other social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. It's either Love Breezy Bree or Breezy Bree. All the information is in the description of the show notes. Thank you so much for your question. Let's get started. Namaste. Hello, hello, my yogi friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. I absolutely love receiving questions. I love attempting to answer them. I have recently been receiving a slew of questions from teacher trainees and those who want to become yoga teachers. And I have to tell you, I think I need another episode to publish weekly so that I can just blab on about whatever topics I want and they'll just be the gospel according to Breezy. So I'm thinking about maybe calling it like Breezy Blabs or something along those lines so that you, the listener, can bypass those episodes or tune in for the pure entertainment of them. So I think I'm going to begin that hopefully at the beginning of the new year, as we enter in, it'll give me something fun to look forward to publishing on the podcast. So I'm saving all of those questions for Breezy Blabs or whatever I end up calling this. So let's ask, let's ask, let's answer today's question, shall we? So today's question was actually questioned in person to me. So asked in person to me. Yeah, this is why we need Breezy Blabs, right? I have to admit, I've been teaching about six hours worth of yoga. And I don't know, that's an exaggeration, but definitely a lot of hours. It's late, late, late at night. I am exhausted and equally excited about some cool stuff that's coming up in my life here pretty soon. And I feel like my life has just been on this trajectory of nothing but dopeness. And I totally am appreciating that and full of gratitude because there was a moment there, maybe a moment that included over 365 days where it wasn't so much. So I'll definitely take it because I understand that things that go up sometimes have a flip side, right? So just enjoy things when you can and be in that moment. So I absolutely am going to completely enjoy the abundance that's been floating my way. And I have such a good attitude about it. So I, I'm hoping that I'm just attracting the right people and situations in my life more than I ever have in my past. Okay, I am seriously might make this episode breezy blabs. So let's talk about the question. So the question is, how can I become more confident in my yoga practice? And the person who I was chatting with about this question, she listens to the podcast. She's also one of my students. And she stayed after class to kind of talk to me about the podcast. She asked me a few questions. And I really loved this one because this was a perfect question for tonight's topic. And I understood what her interpretation of 
her feeling or needing or wanting to be more confident. She was really meaning in studio, like in front of other people. But I'm going to actually try to answer this in a whole well-rounded kind of way. So how can I feel more confident in a yoga practice, in my yoga practice? (laughs) Well, the first answer that comes to mind is practice. Practice, I hate the practice makes perfect, but practice definitely creates confidence for sure. You know, once we are able to recognize what our bodies are capable of in any given time, we can make that mind-body connection. We start to understand what the poses are, what they're, you know, what we're trying to attempt to do in the postures with our body, then you will naturally begin to feel more confident. I know as a teacher, the more I practice teaching in Sanskrit, the more confident I am teaching in Sanskrit. That's my little poodle playing with his toy. Pardon. Um, but, you know, you are not going to feel confident just out of nowhere without any measurable opportunities for you to feel really proud of yourself. And I think that's really important. You know, when you have some pride in what you're doing, even if it's just making it to the mat every day when a year ago you were not even leaving your couch, <laughs> right? It's like you get to take those moments and feel really proud of yourself and that brings confidence Now, anytime you are in your yoga practice and you're up against something new and challenging, that's an opportunity for you to be able to take yourself to the next level. And I want you to also welcome that because sometimes we can want to stay in our comfort zone so that we do not have to fail, whatever that means. I'm doing air quotes right now when I said that because, you know, in yoga, there's no success. There's no failure. You just are where you are is where you're meant to be kind of thing. But I know the human mind, the Western mind specifically, definitely has this concept of success and failure. And honestly, If you allow yourself to become too complacent, too comfortable in a situation, regardless if we're talking about yoga, asana practice, or anything else for that matter, I I have this thought where if you're not growing, you're dying. And I honestly think that that might be my new mantra right now because I think it's very important to always be open to new opportunities, to challenge yourself, to... Take on just a little bit more than you think you can. Enough for you to succeed, of course, but, and I know I'm using those words because they resonate, okay? But enough for you to be able to have this meter of your own capabilities, knowing where you came from and where you're going is very, um, a, a very beautiful thing. It brings you to independence, freedom, self-confidence. You have your own hope and encouragement. And that stuff is the stuff that will take you through this lifetime, you know, that helps you get up in the morning and helps you want to see the next day through. So I definitely think that that's one aspect is being open to challenge yourself, you know, not trying to stay static so that you can have you know, some level of comfort, you know, take yourself out of your comfort zone. Always, like I say in the episodes where I 
you know, publish the free yoga classes on this podcast or even in my live studio classes, I always say take yourself to the edge but never leap off the mountain. You know, your body has no idea, especially when you're in asana practice, what the pose is supposed to look like. So if you're reaching for your foot, and you cannot quite get there yet, your body is just happy that you're taking yourself to the next level. Well, I really believe that that's how you start to have your own self-confidence. Now, when we think about entering into a new environment, you know, think about the first day at school or anytime you try something really new. Like if right now I told you that tomorrow you were going to be performing in front of a crowd as a stand-up comedian and that's not something you've ever considered or that doesn't make you feel warm and fuzzy inside, you're going to freak out, right? So also just understanding that that's a part of life. You know, we are not always going to feel wholeheartedly in control of every situation. If something's new to us, allow it to be new to us. And I also think it's important to take on new stuff in your life. People who know me think I am always doing something. They're like, oh my God, you're like the world's busiest woman. And the truth of the matter is, is that I am so open to new experiences in my life And I have this ongoing bucket list, so to speak, where I want to keep challenging myself. I want to keep trying new things. I want to test my limits. And everything that I've ever done has always helped me in the next endeavor. So for instance, teaching yoga is really comforting knowing that I'm able to hold space for people. I'm able to sequence and guide them through an asana practice. All of this based on other things I've done, other public speaking or working in nonprofits or on boards or coaching or, you know, instructing other modalities, whatever it is. I mean, let's be honest, you do not have to do something that's directly correlated to something else for you to be able to really look back and go, wow, I can see where that helped me in this. Like, let's think about all the moms out there who are multitasking and getting shit done. Yeah, I said it. And I love that because that helps in so many other areas if you can stop and live in time and space, finding your dristy, and really being able to Allow yourself to realize that things are new and some things are similar and some things are the same and everything is intertwined and can be very beneficial. So if you want to be more confident in your yoga practice, you have to practice, period. You just have to do it. You have to be consistent. You have to get to know your body through your practice. You have to get to know the thoughts that are coming through the mind. You have to understand your emotional state. You have to see yourself through all the seasons of life in order to really be able to understand how your practice works for you and how you work for your practice, right? So just practice and have some consistency to it and be able to really have ownership over that so that you can have self-confidence from being able to nail things on the head. And there's nothing like making a promise to yourself and being able to accomplish that. And there's nothing like making a promise to yourself and not being able to keep your own promise to yourself. Like that is probably worse than someone not keeping a promise to you. So honoring your own self, your own promises to yourself is extremely important in building self-confidence. 
being able to reflect, you know, journaling is always nice, but even if that's not a practice that you are really engaged in, although I highly recommend, it's really nice to just take some quiet moments and go, where was I a year ago? You know, you can reflect every time you have a birthday, every time it's the new year. Those are universal opportunities, right, to be able to reflect. But if you want to take it deeper, go back and listen to my moon series where nature herself gives you the opportunity to be able to have eight times a month to have some real deep reflection. And I love that you can make that a part of your practice because what it ends up doing is it also ends up giving you more compassion. Sometimes when we are looking for something like how do I become more confident, what we really need to understand is it's not about that perhaps. It's more about being comfortable with where you are and knowing that where you are today will not be where you're at tomorrow necessarily or even a year from now. Because you have the past to teach you those exact lessons. Are we always wise? No, but there's definitely areas in your life right now that you can pinpoint, I promise you, where you can ask yourself, wow, was I really confident at the beginning of that? And look how much I was able to accomplish through consistency, dedication, trust, and hope and faith and all of it, right? So life is a journey to be lived. It's a marathon, not a sprint. All those very awesome cliches are super true. And just like in anything else, whether you're new to a studio or you're new to making friends or you're new to a town or you're new to a discipline such as yoga, allow yourself time to acclimate to it and be open to whatever amount of time it's going to take. Do not put any type of restrictions on your yoga practice. And if you feel uncomfortable in any scenario that I've mentioned on the on the episode today or just in general, dig deeper if you can, if you feel comfortable with digging deeper by journaling or by asking questions or even talking it over with someone who you trust and love and just find out what it is that's maybe, I don't want to use the word holding you back, but that's creating a barrier between you and where you really want to be. And that could be something really profound or it could just be something as simple as I just want to be more confident walking into that practice. I don't want to feel like I have to look at the teacher and understand what posture he or she is doing in order for me to do it. Come on, you're brand new. You know, remember first grade? Well, you don't, but (laughs) in first grade, you were not doing your, you know, times tables. I mean, some someone listening to this was and they're thinking that, but the 90 percentile was not and you were not able to do much other than spell your name and maybe do the alphabet and things like that. You had to be in school for over a decade to be able to really get somewhere notable. And then you, some of us still had to go and do more and more and more education, right? And we're always learning. We're always students. If you keep a student mindset as a yoga practitioner, you will have the rest of your life to enjoy this practice. There are eight limbs to the philosophy. I break down so much of what is important on this podcast and there's so much I don't even know that's in existence that I'm constantly learning and trying to bring to the podcast under this beautiful discipline that has completely transformed my life in so many ways that I should just start making a list so 
I can really identify in in a much more intentional way how beautifully yoga has been for me. It hasn't always been easy. I haven't always been confident in it. I definitely work really hard to not make something seem easier than it is or easier than it was for me. When I teach a yoga posture in class that's difficult, I work really hard to break it down before demonstrating it in its full capacity because I don't want the student to look at me flawlessly. I don't know if that's even something I can do, but float into this posture in such a way that looks effortless that they feel already like 10 notches below that. It might have taken me and probably has taken me over a decade or so to even get to that point. There's a lot of little intricate pieces in life that connect us back to the dots, just like I mentioned before. So again, this might have been more of a breezy blabs. Maybe I'm just testing the waters, but we are going to call it the yoga Q&A because I did answer a question with more questions maybe. I hope you enjoyed. If anything, food for thought, make you think about where you are in your practice, where you are in your life. Allowing yourself to have compassion for yourself and for others. Realizing that many things are going to be new to your life. And that's a part of acceptance. And it's beautiful. And embrace it. Because the day that you quit growing could be the day that you start dying. So keep growing. Always be a student. And um, live. Thanks for listening. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste. Namaste.